Hi, and welcome to We're Golden. I'm Kim Hodges, Content Kim, and this is Jody Harrison Bauer, and we are here to recap episode five of season one of The Golden Bachelor. Woohoo! Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. It was it was filled with lots of twists and turns, wouldn't you say? Lots of twists and turns. I was kind of shocked a little bit on a few of them, weren't you? A little. I was a little shocked. Like I, where were you shocked? I don't know if I was that shocked at anything tonight. To tell you the truth, I wrote at the beginning of who I thought he would give the roses to. Yeah. Where were you shocked? I think I was shocked. I think I was. Shocked at how much he told Faith at the beginning. That was shocking to me. Like, I was just kind of like, and he hadn't said that to anybody else. So, you know what that makes me think? You know what? You're right. That seems like such a long time ago already, and it was just an hour and a half ago. But he did say a lot. Their date was really long. I thought it was a really... It was a date filled with lots of stuff. It wasn't lots of fluff. It was lots of stuff. It was a what do you mean fluff? Like flying on a helicopter to land on a yacht is kind of fluffy. Well, fluffy, but I think the things they talked about were really significant. That's what I meant. Like stuff versus, oh, I like you. You like me. Like Mm -hmm. she told him, look, I had a bad upbringing. And I, as a result, because I grew up in maybe what I'm, I'm reading between the lines, toxicity, maybe there was some abuse. I don't know. I'm just assuming Or parentless, like no parenting. Right. She said no parenting at all. So as a result, maybe she chose men who were like parental um, people to her. Maybe she just chose the wrong men. I mean, she basically said she chose the wrong men based on the way she was raised. And she also said the perfect thing to him that boosted his ego saying to have a man like you is kind of a dream come true. I never thought I would have that opportunity like ego burst (laughs) ego definitely an ego boost for him for sure and she did leave herself very vulnerable by saying that she really let down all the walls and I don't think we really well she did do that when she was singing to him in the first couple of episodes where she sang to him so she's really been pretty open um I I do think that to me it really tied the knot for me in saying that they are compatible. I thought it was weird at the beginning that he said, I'm not really sure about Faith. You you mean he he didn't say it to Faith? No, he said that I really want to go on this one-on-one with her because I really need to figure out if this is somebody I could possibly see myself with. And he Mm -hmm. he said he was unsure. I thought that was weird. But all they did with like the, almost the entire helicopter ride was kissing. Like there was so much kissing. I was like, are they ever going to talk? There was a lot of kissing. So he's very attracted to her. Very. And he even admits it. He said, you know, at first I thought all there was was the physical part, but now I realize that there's more to her. So I think it was very important that she did share that vulnerability so he could get to know what's inside her soul or like at least get a glimpse of it to realize that she's. And she never, I never felt this way about her. I never thought that she came off as being superficial at all. If anything, I think she's very um, crunchy granola. Yeah. No, I don't think she comes off as superficial. And I don't think she's a mean girl or anything. There's a side of me that thinks she's a little bit of a whiner. Was she not the one that got the first rose, the first date? 
or was she that got the she got the first the impression first rose yeah and so the, so after that she was a little whiny like pretty much the whole show and so to me that's like if i don't get my way i may be a really hard i may get really down or sad or pouty to get my way a little bit but that's i mean that's it's got to be hard to be on the show and have that kind of pressure and not know and they're only showing parts of that so no i do think she's a nice person to ha- i mean i think she's got a lot going for her I do too. I think, I think she and Leslie both kind of were whining about when they didn't get the one-on-one date. And you know what, do I think that's good, bad, and different? You know, it is what it is. I don't think that they made themselves look bad by saying they're really sad and worried that maybe he's making a bigger connection with somebody else. Because every time he has a one-on-one, that takes away from whatever is going to draw him closer to somebody and maybe possibly farther away. But this is where you see their lack of confidence and it's. That's it. Their lack of confidence. Like, like if they don't get their way, they may feel very insecure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's, because that's not that great of a trait. No. And I do think that maybe, and I'm making a big statement here. Tell me if you agree that maybe both women have leaned in most of their life um, using their looks. I'm not saying that, but I think that a lot of their relationships was were originally about physicality. Mm-hmm. And I think as they're older now, they're like, you know what? I really want whoever I'm going to be with next to see me for who I am. I don't want them to just look at my body and look at my face. I want them to see my soul. I want them to know who I am. Yes, but I mean, I think Ellen feels the same way too. And I feel like Susan felt the same way. They just didn't vomit it out to other girl, the other girls. And they were even kind enough to be consoling to the ones that were, which I thought was pretty huge. They were really, really all very sweet to one another in this episode. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to go back to the beginning um, where they were in the pool and they were singing that song. Oh, yeah, was that was that song familiar? Had you ever heard that song before? No. What was it? So I, I it's it's the Hora. You you sing that song at a Jewish wedding. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I've never heard it. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you'd been to a Jewish wedding. And so I thought that was, I, I, I turned on the TV and I was just like sitting down. I was what? Wait a minute. I know that song. And I, I just thought that was really cute. And they it's all such- knew it. Or did they, did what? So, so we know that, is it Leslie that's Leslie. Jewish? Yeah, maybe she started it or taught the other girl. I think I think Ellen is too. Ellen is from Del Rey, so okay. I, <laughs> I, I I think that she is too. It just she seen, comes off as a New Yorker, but uh, yeah, I just thought there was a lot of camaraderie in the house, and you gotta love Susan. I mean, come you on, do. you really do. I There's, would love to see her as the next her. Bachelorette. I would too. I think she's really strong, but I don't know if. I mean, it's so different to pick these girls. She has the greatest personality, but I I think she kind of has a hard look, and I don't know if that's going to be a selling point for The Bachelor at, like as a business. I don't know. I don't know either. I also think that, um, I don't know if she would even want to do it. Like, I, I get the feeling, like, I feel that she and Sandra – Knew all along. Sandra didn't say a word during this episode. Hardly a word. She did say, 
oh, I want my kids to, even on the, when they talked about the hometown, it was about merging families more than just like, I'm attracted to you. There was nothing between them. Yeah. Nothing. And I and think she, he just. All she could come up with to say. Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with that. You know, eventually yeah. you've got to weed out the people that you don't feel the chemistry with. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's an overall chemistry. But I, I thought the date with him and Leslie was really, not Leslie, um, Faith. with Faith. They do confuse me sometimes. No, they are very confusing. Right? They look like, a lot alike. Wait, wasn't she on the four-wheeler? I go, no, that was the other one. They do look so much alike. They do. And see, there are the three brunettes left. You were right about that. I just had this feeling. Well, I just kept, I saw him like weeding away and the blondes kept leaving. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and Ellen was really the last blonde left. You know, I didn't like Ellen last week. She really got on my nerves, but I liked her this week. Yeah. Actually, all the girls looked prettier on the screen this week. Did you notice that? I thought they all looked, there was a natural beauty about all of them when they were at the uh, Santa Monica Pier, right? Well, it was just like at the, at the at the very, very beginning, it was almost like they had a filter on because all along it's kind of like made them look hard a little bit. Yeah. And tonight they all look soft, like their faces look softer. And I was like, hmm. I especially I, especially I uh, Leslie. Because she I kind could, of has that a little bit, like she's been a runner or weathered or whatever. She looks like she's been out in the sun. Yeah. And she didn't tonight. She looked pretty. Yeah. I I didn't notice that. I noticed that I liked their look at when they went to the amusement park, I thought they all looked really cute and young. And I even texted you, but I don't know if you saw it, but I I could not believe, oh, maybe I just wrote it down, um, that Teresa 70, she does not look 70. No, she looks pretty good for 70. I mean, her arms are toned. She's fit. Well, she's tiny. She is very tiny. She looks. I mean, she may be one of those people like Sarah Jessica Parker who just has natural arms and maybe does nothing. Right. Yeah. We'll have to find. We'll have to find out. But it was just for me. It was really nice to see like no, no stress, no fighting. The fact that Kathy's gone just seems to have taken an element of um, toxicity out of the yeah. room. No, because- I agree with that. I do agree with that, but I do think that she was right about Teresa, about her personality. I listened to this podcast this week. It was about people who do things that hurt you and they don't, maybe, maybe they don't mean to, but they also, they don't want to know how their actions affect others, which is, seems to be spot on for her. It's like ignorance is bliss. But it's also, that's not the person you want in your life, the person who doesn't want to know how their actions affect other people. And every time she has that conversation with anybody, she's denying what's really happening. And she even said it tonight about Gary after their their one, you know, after their one-on-one thing, she said, he never said it back, but I think he feels the same way. I heard that. Yeah. And I was like, you really don't know what anyone else thinks. You just project on everyone. Like she just projects and projects. And I felt like when it was her turn to talk to Gary, she kind of vomited it all over him. Like, this is what I feel. This is like a little bit of that where like when Faith was doing it, when you said she opened her heart, Mm -hmm. she really was opening her heart. It wasn't like, I just love you so much. And I'm this or that or whatever. It was like, this is who I am taking the advice from Trista this is who I am. This is what you get. And this is why I 
may feel this way or I may act that way if something happens, but but I feel so lucky to have you in my presence. Like she was being honest, I felt like, like you said. I thought she was very genuine, very, just very open. I felt it. I felt her honesty. I felt her sincerity. And I agree with you with Teresa. I was sitting there watching it going, stop talking. Stop yeah. talking. Zip you it. are just saying, yeah, zip it. You're <laughs> saying too much. And I even got the feeling this time when Gary was looking at her, he was sort of, you know how he has that bewildered look? Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of that. What? He's trying to look interested, but instead it's like, what is going on? Yeah, what? I think he's just super physically attracted to Teresa. I think yes, there's a huge true. physical attraction to her. I don't think he's going to end up with her. I I don't either. I hope not. I, I do think the other two, Faith and Leslie, are better. But I, f- I feel like of the two, Faith. Did you say that, too? Did you say Faith? What about her? I feel like, I mean, everything that he said to her was like, he hasn't said to anyone else. What did he say to her that I'm you, trying to remember what he said? It was like, it, I, I can't tell you the words. We need to go back and look at it really quick. It was really, let me pull it up. He's on my phone. I can. Well, uh, no, no, no. I, I was writing. He said he wants to make sure he has a connection with her before they went on their date. But then um, on the date, he, he, he verbally said to her, like, I really feel like when she would say something he would say yes and uh, did he say I feel the same because sometimes he says that I feel the same he didn't say I feel the same he said I mean my husband stood up and goes well there you have it he just told her like he pretty much said it that's why I let me see if I can pull it up really then but then when he hung out with Leslie and she started crying because she was so sad that she didn't get the one-on-one and then he hugged her and then he whispers in her ear, you're my girl. I thought he said, it's okay, I'm there for you or something. He said that. He said, I'm there for you. I have your back. And then he says to her, because I wrote it down, he says, you're my girl. Uh, okay, so he's kind of being a dick then. Well, he's, like you said, from the very beginning, he's spreading himself thin, like the Nick Cannon thing, you know? But can he, okay, so, on all the other shows, do they do that? Do they kiss and tell that many people? Usually, they don't tell anybody how they're feeling until they get to around hometowns. Yeah. That's when the the bachelor or the bachelorette lets them know, but sometimes they don't tell them how they're feeling until it's down to the two. And you gotta, you know, you've got to assume that if he's down to two, he's in love with both of them. He has strong feelings towards both of them, but for all three of them. Well, and then he says in the trailer, you know, I'm falling in love with three women. Yeah. But see, I, I, I do think some of the women aren't reading it very well because I don't think Ellen with Ellen, he was kind of saying things that were, I feel the same way. I can feel that same way, but he didn't say it about her. He did say that. He yeah. absolutely, he did Which say was, that. And I thought that was a little, um, a lead know, on. yeah, it was leading her on because she said to him also, uh, you know, when they did the group date that she's falling in, I mean, Teresa did Teresa tell him that she was falling in love with him? I think she did. 
Teresa said a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think Teresa said it. Ellen said it. Leslie said it. Faith said it. So the only two women who didn't say they were falling in love were, were Susan, Susan and Sandra, which makes sense because he never really had you never had a one-on-one -on -one with them. You never saw them. Besides, after he gave Susan the quartz last week, that was the only time you saw them making out. Yeah. I mean, it was good makeout, but, you know, I, I could just tell he didn't have a connection with her. But I'm glad yeah. he kept her on just to make sure that he didn't have a connection, you know, to cement it. Um, but I... I, it's very normal at this stage for the people to tell the bachelor or the bachelorette that they are falling in love for them because okay. they want to let them know because everybody wants to get to hometown if they dig the guy. Yes, but it was almost, I felt like it was a little bit of, um, uh, it, maybe it was more with Teresa when she got on. I was kind of like, are you just desperate? You're just vomiting all over him with what you think. And he's not, I mean, almost to the point where he couldn't even say anything back. He didn't, he couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and that's what, that goes back to your point of saying that who, what kind of person she is, because we've been going back and forth. Is she, mm. is she manipulative? Is she cunning? Is she just oblivious? Like what is her deal? But if she, so, so by, by not wanting to know how you affect other people, it just, it gives them that, it gives them that, that get out of jail free card, that, that whole thing of, uh, I it, it frees them of any guilt or any accountability because so they're they, like I just didn't know I right didn't know yeah I didn't mean to hurt your feelings <laughs> and I'm not even listening to you yeah <laughs> oh my god I can't even imagine pulling that card out of my butt I <laughs> I can't even imagine being so oblivious to actually say that and believe it because I saw a different side of her tonight when she said that to Gary at the pier. She was like, this is my chance. I better tell him what I'm feeling right now. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to tell him everything. And that's why she verbal vomited to him. Mm -hmm. And I think he was, I don't know if he was taken aback, but you know, it's like, Teresa, like, hold off. Like, yeah. I got, I, I hear you. But you know, also maybe she was thinking uh, if she tells him all that, she knows how sensitive he is. Mm -hmm. And then he, I mean, on the off chance that Susan didn't say anything, then he would be like, I feel so bad. I can't just not. No, and he felt bad. I knew it was going to be a hard decision between Ellen and the last person that mm -hmm. he picked. I felt, yeah. I felt really, really bad for Ellen. I, Ellen gets the hero of the, I mean, like the fact that she got in that limo at the way she was feeling and didn't cry. I know. Or break down. She just handled it so well and even pointed out the best parts of the show. I was like, way to go, woman. I, she was a class act. She yeah. really, really was. She came in there like she, she was into Gary from the very beginning and she let him know and she was full of so much energy. And I actually thought when she was going off on the left, the mansion, I thought, I wonder if they would make her the next golden bachelorette. Well, I don't know, because up until this one, she kind of got on my nerves. Like when they were playing pickleball and she's like, me, 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 that kind of thing. Or, I mean, She's, but, but tonight I saw a cute side of her. She's just a little feisty. She's very feisty. Yeah. yeah. And you, yeah. But she doesn't look feisty. So at first I thought she kind of came off as uh, just annoying, but I think that's, I was reading her wrong. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> How do you think you would be in the house if you were on that show? Well, it takes me uh, like what maybe takes some people a month to make a friend, it would take me a year. So I, I think it'd be really hard. Really? But, Are you shy? Be, 
I would be, yeah, I'm kind of, well, no, I just don't fall in and trust people really well, but I do kind of fall for that person who makes you think you're going to trust them. Like I, I have a hard time reading that in person if they're a Teresa or not until later. I'm and the then you're way. like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm the same way. And my daughters will tell me, mom, like, come on, mom. The writing's on the wall. Right. And you know, there's a part of you that's, there's this like gut feeling that says to you, I shouldn't trust this person, mm -hmm. but uh, they seem so nice and genuine that I'm going to trust them. And they seem like a good human. I know I've made that mistake myself. Yeah. And don't you have that friend that your husband's like, I really don't give a shit what they say because they are so full of shit. Why do you still believe anything that comes out of their mouth yes. 20 years later? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right, I right. Do. My husband I mean, like, will say that to me too. Why would anyone lie to me? <laughs> I know. They're not, they're not doing it on purpose. It's just that Teresa syndrome. We're going to call it a syndrome. We're going to name it a Teresa syndrome. I think that's a good word for it. But do you think that, so you probably wouldn't, from what I'm hearing, that if, you are single, you go on the show, you're attracted to Gary, you want you want him to fall in love with you. Would you sit back and wait for him to come to you oh, or would probably. you assert yourself in any way? No, I probably wouldn't assert myself. I'd be toast. <laughs> what about you? Would, you? You would assert yourself, wouldn't you? I would you? assert myself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would definitely because I I'm thinking, well, this is my opportunity and if I'm, if I, if I was into him, if I didn't yeah. feel a connection to him, if I wasn't attracted to any part of him, then I would just wait to go home or I would just ask to go home. Yeah. Um, or at that point, it may be fun just to sort of like go, I'm going to write it out now and have some fun. Well, that's what I was thinking when they were <laughs> at the, well, in Santa Monica, I thought, look, Susan and Sandra know that yeah. they're definitely not getting a rose. And I'm thinking to myself, what would I feel like if I was on that group date and I knew that I had never had any connection with Gary? And I think I would just say to myself, just have fun with these people. Like, these are women you're having a good time with. You get to stay in this mansion, which I heard wasn't really a mansion. It's just a really big house. Yeah. Um, but you're in LA. The weather's beautiful. And you get to have fun and meet all these women. Yeah. Right. You get to yeah. meet these women you would have never met. Oh, I meant to tell you that this article that I read said that the Askin ladies, uh -huh. April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy, um, are all planning a trip to uh, to go away in January together. That's so fun. I know. So I think they're just, I think they're just soaking it up. It's a great, who ever thought they would have a life experience like this, like being on a reality dating show mm -hmm. in your 60s and 70s, for God's sake. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, just to go on a trip with girls like that, that you don't know that well, but have that much energy and they're all like bubbly and fun. Yes. I do think some of the best girls have gone home personally, but, but they never really had a connection with Gary. So who do you think was the best girl that has gone like, home so far? I have a feeling that Nancy's personality was a lot more than what they showed. Yeah. I, I agree. I really liked her. Um, who was the other one that I... Joan, I wasn't sure of until she went home. I felt like her after comments were the best because I didn't, they did, she, you, you didn't get to read much about her or, you know, hear her speak much. Who went home first? Oh, and I loved April too. I thought April was fun, even though I could see him be April being almost too strong for him. I, <gasps> I think he does what? No, go ahead. I think you're, I think I just. I think um, <laughs> April is, was a strong personality. I think 
to be honest, I think Joan was kind of a dead fish. Yeah. Now she seems to have gotten a lot more personality now that she's posting on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, maybe she just needed that boost of confidence. I don't know what it is, but she seemed, and maybe it was because she didn't have that connection with Gary. And how and, would that be having this guy kiss you that you were to? It would just be like really bad. Right. Like I want to go home. Just yeah. like check, please. I want to go home. Where's the yeah. limo? And, but I, I think as far as strong personalities go and Gary, I think what I saw tonight in Gary also was this this sense of adventure i think he's a very adventurous guy and you know when he they were landing in the on the helicopter onto the yacht and he's like whoa whoa yeah. whoa whoa like i thought oh my god this guy is really charismatic you know he's you you're starting to see this whole different personality of him but i think he loves loves adventure yeah, he does love adventure. He was just having fun. I was, I almost thought that was like giggle worthy because I was kind of like, I've never seen a guy show that much excitement over anything, really. I like, thought the same. A landing helicopter. <laughs> like he was just <laughs> giddy about it. But I do think he likes adventure. But I also think that's why I went, ooh, I think he likes to be the protector. Oh, you, you are kind of not mousy, but you have had a hard time. I can, I have you. I can take care of you. I I 100% agree with you. Armor and I'll take care of you. And that's where he and April, that's where they did not, they would have mm-hmm. been like oil and water. Yeah. <laughs> and because she was just too strong for him. I don't think he wants a mouse, but I no. think he wants somebody who looks to him as her protector. So with that said, Teresa plays the mouse. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be too mousy for him. I think Faith and Leslie are the strongest and they have that balance of I'm a strong woman, but they don't need to take the lead and they want someone to take the lead and be protective. They want to feel like they're with the masculine man. Very adventurous. Yeah. Both very adventurous. But they also both have a backstory that causes some problems that he can be there to help get through that or whatever. I don't know. I sort of feel like he wants I, to do that. I, I wasn't sure. So when Faith was telling her story about her childhood and picking the wrong men, and they went to his base, and I thought, is this a red flag? Or is he okay with this? Uh, I wasn't. Was- yeah, when she was telling him her story, and I thought, uh-oh, is this good or not? And what did you think? You thought- I was thinking the same thing. I was like, either that's going to go off way, way bad. I was waiting for him to say the opposite, but he he, he, he um, leaned into it. He did, but I mm-hmm. not as strongly as I thought he would. I, I He was a good listener, of course, but I, I don't know. He seemed to be a little- confused or do you think that that's when he's like (laughs) he just is so turned on by them he's not even listening (laughs) that's a good point yeah because he clearly needs to have some sex clearly and and uh faith has a a big chest okay not lovely i just noticed it in this episode and you know, I Joan is probably not Joan. Susan's probably too strong of a personality too. Too strong of a person, not personality. Oh, totally. Yeah. 
totally. She's very yeah. independent. Okay. I think he would look at her and go, she's good. She doesn't need me. Yeah. How many fantasy suites do they do? Two. I think. So they get it. So they have three hometowns and he cuts one and they don't do any more hometowns. They do. Then they go, then they go to an, uh, they probably fly them to someplace exotic. Uh huh. And then that's where they do the, um, the fantasy suite. Okay. So we have so that, two, so we have three homes to go to on the, on one episode. I don't know. I don't know how okay. they're going to fit three hometowns in one episode because this was episode five. We have five more episodes, right? Well, we have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, five more yeah. episodes. So maybe they'll be each one night and then the two I fantasy. Think... No, two in one night, then one, and then a fantasy and or maybe. something. I don't know because I think the fantasy things are going to like clear it up for him. You know what they do sometimes? They do uh, men tell all and women tell all. So it's right before... So that's an episode. It's right before they go to, I don't know if it's before Fantasy Suites, but I think it's after Hometowns that they do a Women Tells All or Men Tell All. But in this and, case, it would be a women's, Women Tell All. Right. It would be the Women Tell All and let's see. But wait, wait. Is it only the women that got that are gone? It, yes. Okay. And then after that, can they go on shows? I don't know. I don't know because I've seen Kathy on interviews. Yes, but I, I I noticed that and I waited for her and she said when they ask a question, she said you'll just have to watch and see. Yeah, but I mean she is know, doing she interviews. Yeah. Maybe maybe she's like, screw you. <laughs> I'm no, because I think they sign like really important contracts about what they're allowed to say. And again, going back to that time that I almost was on a reality show, there were all types of contracts that you had to sign. Hmm. So I don't know. It'd be fun to have them on before it was over. Well, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, I'm still waiting to hear from somebody. So I'm hoping that maybe we can get her on, but I don't know. I, I guess they, I think they have to wait until they get the green light from whoever it is. Yeah. So I, all right. So we went through Ellen. We didn't talk. Well, Ellen did talk about her feelings. So all of the women told him how they felt. Sandra spent like two minutes with him. Susan spent like two minutes with him. Mm -hmm. And Leslie, I felt like, let's see, both Leslie and Faith. Oh, I think I just that they get a little um, whiny when they don't get their way. They but that's do. also they both kind of have a bad past. So they may be get sad because they're so insecure about it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Did Faith was, is Faith divorced also? Yes. It's like, wait, which one is Leslie the one that hasn't been married for 20 something years? Yes. And she was married twice. And then I can't remember about Faith. I don't remember about Faith either. I think she's no. divorced as well. I know Ellen's divorced. Ellen was divorced. And I think Teresa, I don't know what the deal with Teresa's husband. I don't remember if Teresa's husband died or I think he, he died, he Billy, right? His name was Billy. I can't remember. He was just the guy who did the private equity things twice. Right. She told him that he passed away um, when they went to the diner, when they had that date. Wait, wait, who who are you talking about? Teresa. Oh, I'm sorry. Husband. I'm sorry. I got that mixed up. I was thinking of Karen. I mean, Kathy, for some reason. Okay. I oh, know, Kathy. 
Yeah, Teresa. Not- no, I don't. I don't know her story at all. No, but she she says on that diner date that her husband died. Yes, but I mean, she like, I don't even know. Time. That's one person I haven't found anything on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But that's um, yeah. So her husband passed. Faith, I think, is divorced, and and Leslie is divorced. Divorced. Yeah. Right. So did you have a feeling that he was going to send home Susan and Sandra? Yo, for sure, Susan and Sandra. Yeah. And then, actually, I'm going to have to say, they gave it away in the previews that that uh, Ellen was going home. I didn't notice that. Well, I mean, she's crying and like, I can't, and saying, I can't believe you did this. They, they didn't even show that part tonight, but they showed it on, in, on like, uh, previews, and I was like, that. Now I know that she's going home, unless they put a twist on it, and she didn't. But I don't know. What did you think after he gave Teresa the last rose? So uh-huh. he was giving out three, two roses that two roses at the rose ceremony because he chose not to give <clears throat> a rose out after the group date. He said he just wasn't ready to make that decision, and I really respected him for doing that. I thought that's okay. Yeah, no, I think that was good. I thought that was nice. he does do some things that I think are really nice. I do too, and I loved how Susan. I wrote down in my notes. <clears throat> how Susan like rubbed his leg and said, it's okay. It's okay. Cause he started yeah. getting choked up about it, but I thought that was a good decision. But after he gave Teresa that last rose, she goes over and she like grabs Susan's arm and Ellen's arm. And I thought, leave them alone, leave Ellen alone. Like she's, she's really sad right now. She doesn't need for you to like pet her. No, I didn't, I didn't like that. Like give no. her her space girl. No, the other two were kind about it. They were, they waited and then they were like, we love you. They were so gracious. They were, they were class acts. They were gracious. I mean, Sandra, I think Sandra was like, I got to get out of here. I'm done. She was like, goodbye. (laughs) Right. Didn't you get that feeling? She's like, I felt like she was kind of like, I, I, I stuck it out as long as I could. I wish I could like, you know, just run from you, but <laughs> I, I felt like she was bored. I she, I don't remember her besides talking to Gary. I don't remember her saying a word. And I even wrote in my notes at the end, Sandra was silent for most of the show. Yeah. She, I think she's way too fun for Gary and probably not in a, um, Flirty uh, sexual way. No, well that too, but also in a, uh, what's the word you just used? Like, you know, going out on a four-wheeler, no. Adventurous. Adventurous. Thank you. Gosh. Yeah. I don't think she's an adventurous person. How's she's that pickleball working for you? Cognitive skills. Yeah. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> it's a, she's um, she's just a, a ball of fun. I think she could be fun wherever she was, but she's probably not going to go on a hike. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just, I think that it, the feeling was mutual. Let's just yeah. put it that way. And I, yeah. I thought with both women who left, the feeling was mutual. There were no hard feelings. Ellen was the only one who really, really was into him. And I do think that he had strong feelings for her, but that's why the decision was so hard because yeah. I think he did really enjoy, I really felt that they did have a connection, but at the end of the day, he had just as strong connections with the other three women and was probably more physically attracted to them. I don't know. Is that bad to say? No, it's definitely. Pretty. I think she's very pretty. He, she is, but he definitely has more of a physical attraction to the other ones. And I knew just because his wife was a brunette, that's the reason why I thought he was going to choose a brunette. Yeah. That was the yeah. only. Re- that was the only reason. And I think she was kind of on the petite side. Yeah, she didn't. Well, I couldn't tell in her pictures, but I, I kind of think that she maybe was petite too. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get that feeling. Um, you know, the, any pity else that's been on the bachelor or their bachelorette, you haven't had that, that advantage of seeing what their ex or the widow looks like. Yeah. Cause that tells a lot, I think. Yeah. I mean, does. you're right about that. So that, and just, the, just how long they've been married and all that kind of stuff. Like we, there was a lot of information about all these people just from themselves that they shared and what you could sort of assume. Whereas young people, you just, there's nothing. There's not a lot there. I thought the exact same thing when Ellen was speaking to the camera and she just was so lovely about everything that she was saying in that I fell in love with him and now, you know, I'm sad, but this has given me a, a new, a new feeling, a resurgence about going out and looking for my person because I know that I I can and that's we've said that before about a lot of the women who've left said okay well maybe I can put myself out there I just did that and I like the feeling that I got I, I learned how to flirt again but Ellen did she said a lot and I really felt her heart you know what they would be really smart if they followed these women after the show all of them like that could be a whole nother show. Like, the, cause they follow up with some of them, but all these girls go out and date, you know, every cutie in the world, the younger right. ones, but these older ones, they're not going to, it would be really interesting to follow, to see how just being in this scenario changed their lives like that. It would be fun to watch. Interesting. Like a documentary on yeah. how your life changes because it has, who would, it, who would ever think that at the age of 70, you Nobody. would, you would feel like, oh my God, I can still find love like this. After being on a show like The Bachelor, which you would think could almost have the opposite effect. Like this is such fake stuff. I don't even really want to be out in that world at all. But instead they were all like it. I think they really made this true to life. Like I do they too. weren't fake through this whole thing. No. And I, I again, 100% agree with you. I felt it so much in this episode like almost exactly what you're saying that there's nothing fake about anything they're saying. These are raw emotions that we're feeling uh, right now because yeah. we're at the point where they do have true feelings and they are sharing like at this stage in their life, they didn't think they could feel this way. And what a wonderful feeling. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. It is uh, really cool. And thinking about all the young people watching the show and thinking, well, these aren't old people. They're they might be grandma and grandpa age, but they're really not old as old as we think they are. And that's what I think is going to be really beautiful about this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and because if you just looked at them from afar, never watched it again, and never saw them evolve, you would be like, "Ooh, they're not cute. They're just they have saggy skin or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff." Yeah. Or I know some people. I mean, even old people our age are probably harder on other women and themselves and ourselves but we could say oh her arms look bad oh this looks bad oh that looks bad but you don't find yourself doing that with them you're like no way to go to put yourself out there on national tv and just look like you still have your your thoughts and feelings about yourself well it just goes on to say you know women should be empowering other women mm-hmm. and not putting them down because we need the power of other women to, as we grow older and life changes for us and everything changes that we need to be there for other women. And I think that's what's showing 
whoever is watching this, the whole world is watching it to see mm-hmm. that these women are not invisible. They have feelings. They're very relevant. And there's so much more living in them that most people, most people don't look at a person like that and say, oh, well, you know, you're 70, hang it up. Or that they even realize they had, like, they may feel like they're spunky like that with their friends, but they didn't realize they could be that with people they don't know or guys they don't know. Or, and I bet you all the young people on the set probably made them all feel great too. Don't you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And and Ellen said when she was on the roller coaster, she said, I feel like a 16 year old with my boyfriend. And you already met your husband by the time you were 16, right? Yeah. 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 So do you feel that way? Do you ever, I mean. Oh, I still feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I, there's been times where I go, so cute, I'm so tired Kim. of you. <laughs> but you do have to, re, I mean, I can still see the first time I saw him and things like that. Like I still think about that. You have to, you have to remember why you fell in love with him, I think. Yes. And then, and then you don't like, it, yeah, he, I still think that way. Yeah. So when you look at him, sometimes do you see the 16 year old man in him, boy in him? (laughs) Oh my God. Does he say that about you too? Well, I don't know. I don't really tell him that. I don't think I ever really tell him that. Oh, you should tell him that when we finish this. I should tell him that. You should say, honey, (laughs) I said the six, hey, honey, come over here. Yeah. (laughs) Did he watch the show with you again today? The the, the first part of it. And then he went and played cards. What did he think? (laughs) He said, well, right after uh, Faith, he was like, she's the one. Oh, he thinks it's going to be faith. Yeah, he was like, well, he he just told you who it was. I was like, okay. I like, well, what did Leslie. he say? And I think he said, it's be he, Leslie. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't know. I, I mean, honest to God, those two are interchangeable. Sometimes, they do like, look a lot alike. Like they're and and the way they act a little bit is very similar to me. Yeah, they're both very natural looking, and they don't get dolled up. And no, but they they both kind of have that real happy smiley eye glowing thing and then when they're not happy that real sad down thing both of them do it because when I, they're sad they kind of just it's that all over aura with them you see that like their whole being it, is sad. i see it more with faith mm-hmm. i i see leslie getting sad but it's like a controllable sad with faith that seems to be very emotional in a different way than it is with Leslie. I can't. I like don't... Leslie cried tonight, but Faith, it sort of takes over her whole person. Like she can't, she can't get out of the fog. That's what I mean. Yeah. I see that. I see that. And I think that maybe that's because of what she shared with us about her past. Maybe she's super insecure. As she said, I thought that was really sweet that she shared that she's like, look, I'm not a really good singer, but I went there because that was my place of safety. That's where I felt safe and still and peaceful. I think those were the words, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Wow. Her quiet place. So yeah, that's where I thought about Faith too, is that she doesn't, it takes over her whole life. Whereas Leslie, it was like, okay, I'm sad, but then I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. It's going to be hard from here on out, isn't it? I know. I know. Um, One last thing that I wanted to mention was what Ellen said before they left the, um, the, Santa Monica Pier is she said that uh, she has such strong feelings. She said she told Gary that she loved him. She said um, it's a wonderful feeling, but it's also scary. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, when in my life have I ever thought 
something was so wonderful, but scary too. Like usually when it was the most wonderful thing in the world happening to me, it's like you take a leap of faith and that's when it's wonderful, but it's scary. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have to think about that. Like I can't off the top of my head go, Oh, I know exactly when that was. Oh my God. It, it probably was every decision I ever made in my life. Like <laughs> When I married my ex-husband, when I married Frank, when I competed on stage. I mean, the only time I was never scared of something new happening in my life, uh-huh. but it was incredibly wonderful, was when I had my two daughters. But I mean, you know, giving birth was a little scary, but you don't that even think scary. about that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, you don't even think about that because you're in the moment and you're just like thinking about how can I give birth to this healthy child? You don't, you don't even think did about Did you not yourself. ever think, I? because I think I may be the only person that so I was like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? There's no way out of this. Like I have to go through that pain to get to the other side of this and there's nothing I can do. I thought about it while I was pregnant, but when yeah. I was giving birth, I did not think about no. it. I thought, how am I going to do this? Right. It's, there's going to be so much pain. And then <laughs> you just do what millions of other women have done. Yeah. You just push that kid out. You just yeah. do it. It's, but I think that I have just always been, well, for most of my life, such a scaredy cat that whenever I would take a leap of faith, I knew it was in the right direction. So I knew it was wonderful. Something wonderful was happening, but it was also scared. So I totally could relate to those feelings. You have to think about it. Let me know. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to think about it because I, I think sometimes I get so caught up in the moment. I don't really think about anything. Well, what about when you and your daughter left to move to New York? I think I just go through the motions. Like I'll, I'll probably think about it. It's kind of like, I do this with everything. If someone dies or something sad happens, I'm kind of like, you know, that's life. We just move on. It doesn't matter how close they are to me. Like, you just got to go through the motions and get through it. Don't, I mean, no sense in crying or anything. But like, when the whole thing's over, I'm like a basket case for three okay. weeks, all by myself, just bawling. Oh, so you say strong. You're that steady, strong person. And then you were like, just oh my crash. God, what did I just go through? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can understand. I, I did that when my mom was sick and she was dying. I just you know, how to stay strong. And then after it's over, think, what the hell did I just go through? Not just about me, but like so many different emotions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes we do just have to keep it all together. But are you like that all the time? I think I just do that. I don't know. I think, I think that comes from like parents being, getting divorced and having to go through all that. You just go through the motions of, we got to get it done. We got to do this Mm. or whatever. And then survival, survival. Yeah. And being the younger one that has to kind of take care of things like, mom going through a hard time. I think I just had to do it like that. And that's how it was. (laughs) Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's everybody needs that strong person. Yeah, but it does. It does kind of prolong it when it hits you later. (laughs) All right. Well, stick with me. I'll I'll let you get emotional during all the messy stuff. I won't let you be that strong anymore. I'll be the strong one for you, Kim. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So we already gave it away. Um, The roses go to Leslie and Teresa during the rose ceremony and he gave faith that the rose when it was the one-on-one mm-hmm. and we say goodbye to Susan, Sandra, and Ellen. Yes. So now we'll do our superlatives. Yeah, let's do okay. it. So best style this week. I, I didn't have anyone really stick out, but I will say this. I always feel like Susan has the best style mm-hmm. and um, I always think that Faith and Leslie have never been on that radar at all. They look like, they look, yeah, I, I agree. They're sort of like in jean shorts or something. Like hippie. they're that hippie, yeah, yeah. hippie kind of like. So I, I mean, again, I think it's, I thought Susan looked good and I thought um, Ellen did. I 
I actually thought that Leslie looked really, really cute at the pier. I you loved. Did. She went running after him, and I thought, oh, I love the way she looked. She had like on these like cropped pants and a crop. I don't know. She might have had her t-shirt in, but I just there was something very fresh and young about her, and she went running, and I thought, oh, she looks great. She looks very appropriate. I loved the way they all looked at the pier. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Howe in the white jeans. The, the, the she had crop. the white jean jacket on. Okay. And yeah. she had some kind of ugly floral shirt on. Yeah. Sometimes she dresses a little dowdy, but it's right. almost like good for her body type or her hair or something. I don't know what it is. Right, right. Teresa looked cute. She wore like tight jeans and a and a t-shirt. She looked yeah. she looked very cute. Um, and it was funny. She, I think she said she did not like roller coasters. Who did Teresa? I think she said she didn't like roller coasters. Was it her? I don't know. Is that a sign for you? No, no, no. Somebody oh. said they didn't like roller coasters. And what I did know, I don't like roller coasters. So oh. I was looking at all of their faces when they were on them. And I thought, come on, all of these women are digging the roller coaster. You, <laughs> I would, I, I don't know what I would have done. I might, I, I don't know if I was on the show and I had to get on a roller coaster and act like I was having fun. I don't know. There was a one, at one point I saw Teresa, she did not look happy to be on the roller coaster. So yeah. I, I think when she was having her little one-on-one time with Gary, I think she said, I don't like roller coasters, but I did it because you were there. But don't don't quote me on that. I might have gotten Okay, I hope she didn't. But, I mean, what can they even say no? I don't know, because I would go, if that thing hurts my neck or my back, I'm going to be so mad. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to go on that that date that he and Leslie went on the ATVs or whatever they are, no. those trucks. I wouldn't have wanted to do that. I wouldn't have wanted to go on the roller coaster. I mean, no. I, I would just be like, can we go to a spa? Yeah. I don't think I've liked any of the dates really. I mean, the one on the boat would have been fun on the helicopter and the oh, boat. Yep. That was my, yeah. Yeah. That may have been the only one. The other ones have kind of been like, not my, my deal at all. No, they're very active. They're very, they do those things. They jump off cliffs. They do all those things. I'm like, no, no, no. Count me yeah. out. Count me out. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, all right. So for so best I dress, just, wait, so for best style for this one, I would, I'm going to actually say Leslie. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let you pick this one. Cause I don't think I really had a feel for it. Okay. And the pot stirring girl. Well, it's hard to tell because the only drama they've had on the whole show is over. Right. So far. Yeah. So, I mean, I would still say if there was any drama, it would be, Teresa. I agree. Yeah. I think that there there was no drama at all, but I do think that, I don't think they like Teresa. I, I just don't think that she gives off. I don't think they vibe. do. I, I don't, I don't see her being chummy chummy with any of the ladies. No. I think Susan's going to be really missed in the upcoming episodes with the ladies. I felt like she was the glue that kept all the ladies together. She just had a very positive attitude. She was just, I don't know. She's just a a good human being, really, really good human being. And then we have our squirm worthy award. Is that next? Yes. Mother knows best. (laughs) Yes. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Best flirt. Oh, did you say best flirt? No, we didn't do best flirt yet. Um, I don't, you think it's the, I don't know who started kissing who, but he kissed faith a lot. A lot, like almost the whole day he kissed her. Don't you think? So was he she did. did she antagonize that or did or did she start that kissing? 
I mean, who would be the best flirt? Teresa wasn't a flirt tonight. No, I, I think, and I think I've said this every, no, I didn't say it every single week. I think Leslie was the best flirt on this episode. She went in for the kisses all the time. Leslie did? Mm-hmm. When they were sitting together and she was crying. And then he yeah. said, that's when he said, you're my girl. Mm-hmm. And then she leaned in to kiss him. Yeah. Okay. She got yeah. it last week too. Yeah. Yeah. She gets a lot of kissing time. Okay. And then best in bed vibe. April got it last week. I guess I, I don't know. I mean, ooh. I'm going with Leslie again. Okay. Okay. With Leslie, I don't, I really don't have a feel for who it would be this time. I just know it's not Teresa. Yeah. I didn't get it from Teresa either. <laughs> I would have to be Leslie or Faith. Yeah. Yeah. I just okay. Realized, yeah. So now we're going for the squirm worthy. I was a little squirm where I was a little squirmy when um they kissed the whole helicopter ride. I don't know why. It was just kind of like, what? It just, I was kind of like, stop kissing. Yeah. I, I felt that they really squirm worthy though. I don't know. This, I don't know who was kind of squirm. I did. I did squirm a little bit when he was kissing um Ellen. It that doesn't look natural. Does it? No, no. I just <laughs> didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Okay. I did not like that kiss between them. When okay. I we, yeah. Right? Didn't you feel like a little squirmy? Yeah. 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 And best friend worthy for me is Susan still. Still Susan um, for me too. Yeah. We had April last time. We had Nancy. And then you had, I, you, I had Nancy and you had Susan. So I think I've had Susan for the past couple of weeks. Susan's just a winner. She really is. <laughs> so, and I don't know. So. In the past, has the next Bachelorette come from, you said, maybe the last three or four episodes? Yeah. So it'll probably be one of those three that end up, the one of these three. Oh, wait, are we down to three? We're down to three yeah. already. So it's going to be one of these three. More than likely, yes. Or, so, or, or they can go back and say... We have gotten so much great feedback about April. We're putting April in that seat because even though they don't necessarily always go to the top three, but I don't know how far back they go. No, normally it is because that's who the viewers like and that's who the viewers get to see a lot. So I still think, I don't think it would be Susan, definitely not Sandra. Uh, It's somebody who's got to have a good personality. I think, especially at this age, you've got to have, I think you have to have the looks, you have to have the physicality, you have to have the charisma and, you know, you have to have the personality. And I think the most charismatic person on the show was April. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love Leslie and Faith, you know, we're not really big Teresa fans, no. but but I, but so but from this show it could be like if if you're right and Leslie's the winner mm-hmm. it could be Faith because the, because she's number one she's pretty I mean she's got a pretty face and she yes. does she are, I felt like she played into the game when she was explaining her feelings and everything to Gary she did a good job of that tonight she did so maybe it could be her could be we'll have but to uh, see. but uh, but April would be funny to watch. I would tune in for April every yeah. single day. She gets my vote. I love these yeah. ladies, Leslie and Faith, but I I think April, I think I like her age. I like her looks. I think she is appealing to so many people. Yes. How old is April again? 65? I think she's 65, 66. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just think she's adorable. All righty. Hey. 
another wrap, another recap of The Golden Bachelor for us. That was a fun one. I love this one. I can't wait to see the hometowns. I can't either. I can't wait to see their kids. I know. And And their sisters and how they react. Yeah. I know. It's (laughs) going to be so exciting. And I'm sure he's going to make a great impression on everybody. Who? Oh, on all the family. On all the families. Oh, yeah. He's going to say the perfect thing to every one of them. I know. I know. Well, Kim, this was really fun. And thank you, everybody, for joining us for We're Golden. Again, I'm Jody Harrison Bauer, along with Kim Hodges, also known as Content Kim. And we are so excited to share this recap with you every single week. And until next week, stay golden. Bye, everybody. to help get through that or whatever. I don't know. I sort of feel like.